The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. And welcome to Your Life, Your Money here with Kelvin, the money guy. Don't forget, you can always visit Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask K-E-L-V-I-N.ca, And you can give him a call, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And thank you so much for making us part of your Sunday morning and uh, part of your life. And uh, as you, you know, go through your life and you're probably busy doing a lot of different things, you know, we are here to help uh, help you through your money life in uh, what ways that we can. And, uh, you know, me, I'm not the I'm not the guy to help you with that. It's Kelvin, the money guy, and he's one of the top financial advisors in the country and just a generally a great guy. So let's uh without further ado, welcome Kelvin the money guy to the show. Kelvin, how you doing this Sunday? Oh yeah. Hey Chris, good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You know, we're uh trucking through a gray January that's uh yeah. been <laughs> uh, <laughs> a little like I I think that this is, you know, you hear about that sad, that seasonal affective disorder and i can definitely uh understand how people feel it in january it just always seems to be blah uh (laughs) gray skies a little rainy yeah just not generally not the not the best time you can't get out you can't have a lot of fun outdoors when the weather's not uh the way it is right now i know eh? i know no sun but eh, it's coming (laughs) you know you know what every it's i think every day we're getting a minute of more daylight that's good I think it said from the 20, yeah, from, I don't know, a few weeks ago. Anyhow, I'm not meteorologist, but or, I think it says, uh, it says that. But yeah, I definitely so far, noticed that when my, uh, when I uh, time my arrival from work back home and I see, yeah. oh, wait a minute, the, the sun exists here at the GO train station. Okay, good, good. <laughs> I know, eh? Yeah, things, you know, we have a lot to look forward to uh towards the coming year I mean, we had a really one of those funny 2022 where the markets went down and and people had elite upheavals in their lives their personal lives and a lot of things happened and uh, we need to put that backwards and look forward into where we're heading into the into the new world into 2023 and beyond and I think if we put our our focus into that kind of stuff, we'll we'll be good, right? You know, it's interesting, Kelvin. I know you were one of the people who had been talking about the R word, talking about recession a mm-hmm. lot last year, and talking about how you know markets have been all over the place and yeah. uh, things haven't necessarily been great. And now I saw a recent study saying that a lot of Canadians are feeling like there's a recession. So just sort of realizing it now maybe the shock of you know post christmas getting yeah. that the credit card bill and seeing oh my i spent this much on that mm. and what do i have to show for it yeah. um and feeling the pinch from all of the inflationary pressures and everything else i think people are sort of waking up and thinking well what have we just been through and maybe right. they're a little late to yeah. the party and things are maybe improving already and, and you know, five out of six Canadians already think that we're in recession. So once you think it, we're in it, right? Mm-hmm. So it looks like as we head in in later on to the year, um, no, into the year, this this month and next month, we'll get into a mild recession. I think we're not going to feel it as much. Some people, of course, will, but I think we'll get through it. And and some of the things, I mean, next week we're going to get our our bills from Christmas, right? 
and and you might want to take you might want to take some actions and 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 figure you know what you know many people have variable mortgages you know and of course the payments have doubled maybe tripled some people but your credit card um, interest rate is 19 and 20 percent so maybe use the variable mortgage as an advantage always look always look at the positive side and look at things like can advantage maybe i'll take my credit card uh balance at 19% and throw it into my variable mortgage at 6%. And now I'm saving myself a lot of money. So always think about those things. And that's why people should have a financial advisor because we look at things differently for you, you know, and we, and there's no knee jerk reaction. It's all about thinking logically about how can we use what's happening in the world to our advantage when it comes to money. And if right. you do, you'll be fine, you know. So give give your advisor a call and strategize on my credit card bill, you know, or my or my balance is ten grand, and it's charging me nineteen percent, but my variable mortgage is only at seven percent. So why don't I throw that debt into there? Always look at interest rates, what you're making, and what you're paying. I mean, this is a little bit off topic what we try what we're doing, but it's just things that people need to think about logically rather than throwing your hands up in the air and thinking, Oh my God, what am I going to do? So yeah, reach out and, to your advisor. Yeah. And speaking of uh, what, what is on topic uh, for what we're doing, uh, we're going to be talking about whether or not you're saving enough money for your retirement today. And it's always hard to tell, like, uh, cause you hear all sorts of numbers about how much you're supposed to be saving mm-hmm. and how much you should have stowed away. And in the meantime, you, you maybe some of us have it. Some of us don't. Some of us think we have it and we don't. And some of us think we don't have enough, but we <laughs> might have too much. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 really, it's interesting when when you know, the banks, CIBC, BMO, whoever do um, do their survey, when they survey, you know, they find that the majority of Canadians don't have a retirement plan. That's the big problem, you know, and and they aren't sure if they're saving enough to retire on and when to retire. Right. 90 percent of people don't have a detail. They think they know what they want, but it's not it's not detailed to describe their lifestyle or income needs when, you know, or their income needs. You know, so when they ask them how much you need, most people estimate they need about seven hundred and fifty thousand when they retire. So is that enough? Is that not enough? Is that too much? I, I don't know. Right. So. You know, when you take a look at the baby boomers, right? And those are people that are born when uh, 19, the numbers actually, if you flip it upside down, it's the same. It's 1946 to 1964, right? So the youngest baby boomer is 58 and the oldest is 57, right? So so when you think about how much money people need, you know, if, if you do the math, right? And you're 65. Most people retire when they're 65. I think in Canada, most people should retire when or have the ability or the financial ability to retire when they're 62 to 63. But say you wait till you're 65, right? And you live till you're 95. So 25 years into retirement. So, you know, I try and break things down really simply. So what do you think it costs for a meal a day, Chris? Oh, for, for all your meals, for three meals? Three meals a day. I think that's a week, right? Three meals? Yeah, it depends on, on how hungry you are. There may be some <laughs> snacks in between. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so so I figured about 10 bucks. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, if you're, if you're I, I think as long as you're not going out and not being fancy. Yeah. yeah. 
And and when you get older, I mean, you might go out once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's say a, a meal is ten bucks. Eat three times a day. That's thirty dollars a day mm-hmm. for nine hundred bucks a month, right? Yeah. Times twelve months is ten thousand eight hundred, right? For the year to eat, just mm-hmm. to eat, just yeah, that's the basics. Yeah, <laughs> and you live twenty five years, sixty five to ninety five, so that's two hundred and seventy thousand dollars just to eat. So you got to make sure in your savings and your money, you have two hundred and seventy thousand dollars saved up just to eat. Otherwise, you'll be starving, right? Mm-hmm. Cat food and that kind of stuff, right? Right. Well, <laughs> good to make sure that you've got the the minimum prepared for. But that yeah. it's a good yeah. way to look at and to, to yeah. think about that. That that's uh, that there's it's an amount reality. that you can look at. Yeah. Well, it's reality. We got to eat. So luckily, I always say we live in the best country in the world because we have CPP and we have old age. So the CPP in old age, the average person will get about twelve hundred bucks, right? Six forty from old age and eight hundred from CPP. You know, I just generalize. I'm taking the, you know, some might be more, some might be less, but that's where we are. So if you're married, that's what that's twenty four hundred dollars a month coming in times twelve months is twenty eight thousand eight hundred times twenty five years is seven hundred and twenty dollars twenty seven hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Maybe that's where the seven fifty comes from. Right. Mm -hmm. So people are on the on the right track. However, if you subtract your CPP and your old age from the two hundred and seventy dollars for your meals, well, you're left with four hundred and fifty dollars. So if we divide that over the twenty five years, it's eighteen thousand dollars a year divided by twelve is fifteen hundred dollars a month. So the question we have to ask ourselves is if I don't have a pension plan at work and things like that. Can I pay my rent and tax bill and everything else on $1,500? And the answer is no. No. So you really need to sit down and put some pen to paper and give us some thoughts about where you're heading and how much money am I going to have when I retire? You know, we forget about all the simple things. We look at all the big pictures, but you need to simplify your money life. And I think if you do so, we'll be okay. We'll be fine. Right. Again, in the survey, what they found was shockingly, people only, most Canadians, when you're 55 plus, have about 184,000 saved up. Now, again, I'm generalizing. Some people have more, some people have less, but that's where the average, that's where the rubber hits the road kind of thing, you know? So I, so I guess when I look at, when I look, I've been doing this for 30 years. So when I look at clients that are in their 70s, right? You know, 71 to 75 when they start to riff their money. Interestingly enough, a lot of them have too much money. Right. In their, when I say too much money, I mean, you can never have enough money. Mm-hmm. But, but it's in the wrong place. Much, yeah. Yeah. But they have too much money saved in the wrong place. They have it saved in their RSPs. So after the break, we'll talk a little bit about how should I save my money on a go forward base? And what can I do when I'm 71? to reduce my tax burden. Awesome. Important information coming up as your life, your money continues here on 640 Toronto. Don't forget, you can visit Kelvin's website. That's askkelvin.ca. That's ask askkelvin.ca. Or you can call him at 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. A whole lot of your life, your money, talking about are you saving enough for your retirement and are you saving it in the right place as your life your money continues here on 640 toronto 
You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. And welcome back to Your Your Money here with Kelvin, the money guy. I'm Chris Creston. And don't forget, you can visit Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask K E L V I N dot ca or you can give him a ring at 416-457-7526 that's 416-457-PLAN when you visit kelvin's website you can click on the schedule a call link and you can book a time and date of your choosing when you would like to sit down and chat with kelvin and it's just like that you don't have to worry about playing telephone tag or anything like that you book the time and date of your choosing that works for you and you can have a conversation with Kelvin about your money life and about what's going on uh, and your your hopes, your dreams, and everything that you're planning for your retirement. And that's what we're talking about here today. Are you saving enough for your retirement? And Kelvin, before the break, you were saying that maybe you're saving too much or you've got too much saved for your retirement. And uh, I, I thought we were supposed to be saving a lot. What, <laughs> where, where, why am I, why may I have too much? Well, you know, when I say too much, I don't mean it in a bad way. What I mean is that um, many of us accumulate too much money in our RSPs. And now when we're 71, 72, we have to start taking the money out. And people don't realize that when we started this RSP, it's not a tax savings. It's a it's a tax deferral. And, you know, soon enough in the next few weeks, we'll be getting into all these RSP talk and commercials and buy RSPs and buy RSPs and all that kind of stuff. Well, you better be mindful of how you do it. Now, in our in our later shows throughout, you know, February and stuff, we'll talk about more in depth about, about this. But I just wanted to kind of say, you know, uh, clients of mine that are in their 70s, you know, they're fearful now that the clawbacks might happen, meaning that if you take out too much money, which you have to, you might not get the old. So they raise the limit on the uh on the clawback which is a nice thing but some people you know people were very diligent like i say the baby boomer uh, 1946 to 64 really saved a lot of money and cumul- and accumulated a lot of money back in the 70s and the 80s when gic rates were 12 and 13% you didn't have to do anything and you doubled your money every right. four or five years well now that's coming back to bite a lot of people because they didn't do any tax planning when they're saving their money. So the whole gist is save your money, yes, but maybe be careful how you do it. Now a long time ago we didn't have the TFSA, so you didn't have you didn't have any any alternatives. Now we have TFSAs that we could start accumulating money in. So for example, if I have to buy a five thousand dollar RSP, maybe you might want to put 25 in the TFSA and 25 in the RSP. I don't know. So when I'm talking, I'm just generalizing. You have to talk to your own accountant or your financial advisor and see if that's something that you should do. I have no idea. I'm just looking at things generally what you should do. So so many people, maybe boomers now, are going from wealth, you know, wealth building to wealth preservation because you are going to live probably longer in your retirement than you did in your working years. So when you work to have. But, I uh, think so, but you, you have to have wanna, enough money. <laughs> you have to make sure you have enough money. 
Oh, yeah. Kelvin, you know, another thing that I, I just wanted to mention, a lot of the people listening right now maybe had a really great work pension plan and whether mm-hmm. they work for the government or some you know big company that uh, right. put a lot of money aside for them or they put a lot of that can be another factor when you look at your retirement income. Yes. Plus your yeah. RSP being yeah. a little bit too much. Yeah. So you so you really have to everything has changed, you know, so you really have to to look at where you are now and where you're heading, right? Remember, 32% of Canadians age 45 to 65 have no personal savings for retirement, right? Wow. So so some of these statistics are really, when you think about it, uh, do you fit in there or are you outside of these stats? I don't know. 51% uh, say they expect the RSP to be a major source of retirement income. But yet many of them mismanage their investments inside the RSBs, right? They manage their money like, they, like they, they're taking the subway. You get on, get off, get on, get off. Markets go up, you get on. Markets go down, you get off. Well, it's pretty much the opposite thinking. So when you're in that you know, wealth growth stage, you have to really take a hard look at what you do. In the stats, it says 67% believe that TFSAs are a better RSP because it's a it's really a true tax savings. Mm-hmm. So the TFSA is an upside down RSP where you get the, you know, things happen. The RSP get a tax saving today, but you have to pay it back down the road. Now, remember, Canada has a progressive tax system. So the more, the higher, the more you make, the higher you get, the more taxes you pay. So those are the kind of things that we have to really think about as we head into, um, you know, into that golden age, as they say, right? And when you're looking at when you're getting closer to retirement and you're in the period of your life that you call the drawdown era, Mm -hmm. is that a time when you should start, you know, rather than waiting till you're retired and to to realize, oh, no, I've mismanaged these things. Is it time to really buckle down and figure out what should I be doing with the money Mm -hmm. that's in my RSPs? Where should it be? And also, should I start taking money out of it early? Some people should, yeah. Some people should look at their uh, their income and say, "Man, maybe I should maybe I should take a little bit out now and pay it a little tax, mm-hmm. put it in my TFSA if I have the room, and over time make back the tax that I that I had to pay today." And now you live in a in a tax. It's taxes that's going to get us, you know. So you always have to kind of kind of outweigh one after. Do I pay taxes today at thirty percent, or do I leave it and pay taxes at forty percent? I don't know. So these are questions that you have to talk to your advisor about. And if you don't have an advisor, you know, give me a call. We as advisors have to start thinking differently as well as clients. Because remember, they say by 2026, people aged over 55 will control 72% of the wealth. Wow. That's only what? With 20, that's only like three years away, man. Mm-hmm. You know, because our parents are in the late 80s, 90s, and they're passing away and the wealth is being passed on to us, right? To You know, so we have a lot of things we got to worry about. So so I guess we have to start asking clients about, you know, how are they living? You know, where will, where would you live when you retire, mm-hmm. right? What if a spouse dies or becomes ill? Like, what happens? Do we have to go into a home or what? do we have the money, first of all, to do it, right? Well, that's it. And that's the one thing that you may think about. You may think that, you know, I've got my mortgage paid off, so everything's okay, but maybe you're going to wind up having to move into a home and are you going to be able to, you know, I guess, I guess you, you can always sell 
yeah. your house so that you can afford to pay for a home? Or do you want to stay and age in place? Right. And how are you going to finance maybe the extra help that you're going to need, whether it's renovations to your home or whether it's in home care? There's all sorts of things like that you have to think about as well. And, and that's why I think we we as advisors need to get to the core of the clients mm-hmm. and care about them rather than the markets. You know, we need to manage their risk and look at a lot of things. I mean, the stock markets, you know, goes up and down and up and down. And some years like last year will be a bad year. 2018 was a bad year, 2008. And you can go backwards to bad years. And we also have to think about the good years. We made up for the bad years and the good years. So the markets will go up and down. So so we really need to, to look at those things as clients. You know, remember... We as financial planners, we're in the investment business, right? But I think sometimes we forget that we're in the human business first. Right. You know, we, we really need to worry. I remember when I first started, you know, back in the late 80s there in the 90s, we didn't really think about these things because most, most of the clients we were dealing with were in their 40s or 50s, right? The old guy in the 60s and 70s back then didn't want to deal with somebody like me because I was only 30 or four, whatever, right? But now it's totally the opposite. So what I find is that we're in the human business first. We need to care about the client. Not that we don't care. I shouldn't, I shouldn't say that. But we need to we need to rethink. Just like we tell our clients they re- need to rethink about what they're doing, we as advisors have to readjust and think about, um, about what we do also. So we need to go beyond the financial um, decisions especially in these decumulation years, right? So people will start accumulating money. Remember, every day, a Canadian is turning 65, every day. So their thinking when you're 65 versus when you're 55 is night and day. So we really got to sit down and think about those things, right? You know, it's, it's, it's funny you mentioned that, you know, it's it's about people. You're in the people business. And I think it's so, so important to think. And it's, you know, what we, it's your life, your money. That's the name of the show. Mm-hmm. And because we, we think about those things and what you need. And, you know, we, we talked about sort of the, the more depressing parts of retirement, where you're going to live, <laughs> yeah. take care of you kind yeah. of stuff. But also, what do you want to do? Yeah. Are you going to want to be golfing? Do you want to make sure that you've got sort of, you know, you're going to be spending some more time at home watching uh, TV and sports and things <laughs> like that. Maybe you want to make sure you've got a big screen TV and all those uh, nice trappings and things that you're going to want to have around you. So making sure that you manage those things are important. When you said we're in the people business, I, I always went, when you say that, I think of Scrooge and Marley and Scrooge <laughs> said, oh, we're only good men of business. And Marley says mankind was our business. <laughs> I think it's such an important lesson uh, for all financial uh, planners and advisors to remember. And uh, for those of you who are you know, busy in the rat race, just sort of accumulating numbers to remember that it's it's more about those desires it's what you do with those numbers it's what right. you need with those numbers that really that really matter sure yeah i remember i said 32 percent of canadians aged 45 to 64 have no personal savings and you know it's really funny it's worse for women right 43 percent of women age 55 don't have a retirement plan and as you know over the last decade or so Women are becoming more um, in the workforce, CEOs, managers, um, presidents, things like that. Um, so and women are going to live longer. I Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They Actually, they live on average, I think, about five years longer than us. We 
we die off yeah before that so i don't know why i have a reason why but i don't want to say <laughs> so those are the kind of things we need to look at so statistics are very you know if you watch sports or anything like that when like especially baseball it really comes in fact with baseball because if you when you the pitcher goes to pitch or the hitter goes to hit he knows how what the pitcher is going to throw it's the same thing like our money we need to analyze some of these statistics and see where we fit in it, right? So, so we as financial advisors have to go to a more of a holistic approach. And maybe after the break, we'll get into some of that kind of what we need to do as we get as we move into the future. Awesome. That's coming up on your life, your money. Don't forget to visit Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask K E L vin.ca or give him a ring 416-457-7526 that's 416-457-PLAN a whole lot of your life your money with kelvin the money guy continuing on 640 toronto you're listening to a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser the opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of chorus entertainment and welcome back to Your Life, Your Money here on 640 Toronto. Thank you so much for making us part of your Sunday morning, and wherever you are, whether you're driving, whether you're at home, whether you're catching up on some work or maybe uh, heading out to do some shopping. Thank you so much for making us part of your weekend. I am Chris Creston, joined as always by Kelvin, the money guy. AskKelvin.ca is his website. That's ask askkelvin.ca. Or you can give them a call on the phone, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And Kelvin, we were talking about, uh, all hour we've been talking about how much you should be saving for your retirement. Am I saving enough? Are you saving enough? Have you got too much? There's a chance potentially that uh, you've got too much in the wrong places. And you were talking before the break about uh, how advisors and planners should have more of a holistic approach when it comes mm-hmm. to dealing with your money. What did you mean by that? Well, well many times, myself included, um, we just talked about the markets going up and down and should we maneuver. We still have to do that, by the way. Uh, make sure in the right places as interest rates go up, inflation come down and goes up and all that kind of stuff. But I think when you, when you look at uh, the big bulk of money, is with the baby boomers, okay? And and people like yourself, Chris, you're going to inherit probably a lot of money as, you know, your mom and dad, you know, accumulated money and it passed on to the generations, right? Unless you spend it all, I don't know. But uh, uh, they're, they're going to spend it all. They're going to blow it all <laughs> on something. I'll inherit some stuff probably. <laughs> so so we, re- we really, when I say holistic approach, we really have to pair yourselves and your families to face the kind of retirement style that you want. I find many clients now in the last, since the pandemic happened, what I found is a lot of my clients, Kelvin, do I have enough to retire? We've been saving all this money for all these years and blah, blah, blah. I don't want to work anymore. Do I have enough? And many times the answer, I would say eight out of 10 times the answer is yes. The trouble now is when they retired in 2020 and 2023, well, guess what? They don't know what to do. They got to go back to work and man, I wish I didn't retire. I wish I would have stayed where I was because retirement starts not just with with money planning, but lifestyle planning. Right. Right. Because imagine you get up in the morning, you've been 
since we've been eight years old, we've been getting up in the morning and going to school and working and all that kind of stuff. Now I'm 66 years old and I have nothing to do tomorrow. Well, what so am I going to do? I can only garden. Out. Yeah, I can only garden so much or fix the garage and my wife or my husband will tell me to do this. And then what? <laughs> You know, right? I, I look at my my grandfathers as examples and uh, oh, uh, my my dad's dad retired and then oh, went into business with my dad <laughs> for the rest of his life. Because yeah. he, didn't, he didn't know what to do. You know, working was his life. And so mm -hmm. decided to continue working. And uh, and that's what brought him happiness and satisfaction yeah. and, you know, yeah. uh, helped him also, you know, keep up a, a, a decent lifestyle. My mom's mom, you know, uh, my mom's, my mom's dad was uh, uh, another guy who worked a lot, but, you know, decided to build a sort of social network where he mm. would, you know, go and get a coffee with the, with his old friends at the mall yeah. or you know, <laughs> have a poker day or something like that. Uh, you know, I don't think they're, I don't think there's, they're gambling uh, a lot of money at the <laughs> poker days. I think it's like nickel. It's fun. And, you know, they're doing something social. But if you don't have those things, and I think most people you know, don't necessarily have a the sort of wherewithal to continue working and, right. you know, or the wherewithal to uh, go out and have a large social network as well. Um, you got to have something planned. Something you got to have something to do. Yeah. I, I, I mean, so those are some of the things that you have to work out as you, as you hit that retirement. You know, it's funny. The, the statistics say if, if you are Canadian, you want to retire when you're 65. Guess when the average Canadian starts planning their retirement, you think? Take a wild guess. I, I'm guessing it's late. I'm guessing, you know, if you're 50. Yeah. You know, we wish. I think it's getting there now, but this, this, these statistics are about five years old. It says when, when you're 60 is when you start planning your retirement. Wow. And you, yeah. So, you, so how long do you, you think that money is going to last you into retirement? Well, five years. Mm -hmm. So, so, you know, even among those on the cusp of retirement, you know, including, you know, the older Gen Xers, you know, those, those got those people are age, what, 45 to 54. The boomers are, up to age 64, you know, 32%, like I say, have saved nothing. So drilling down into those who save the average, the average is just about 300, 300,000. You know, is that enough? I don't know. Depending on you, for some people, it's enough. For some, maybe it's not. Like I always say, we live in the best country in the world. So we have certain things like CPP and old age. And some people that don't make enough money, we have the GIS. But I think you we really need to sit down and 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 you know as we head into the uh, into the RSP season and things like that, really have a look at what you have, you know, uh, take a look at how much money do I have in my RSP. Remember, if you have five hundred thousand dollars in your RSP and you pass away, you, you know you really only got two fifty because it's taxed heavily, right? And if you have five hundred thousand dollars in your RSP and you're 60 years old, well, money should double every eight to 10 years. So when you're 70, 71, that's a million bucks. Mm -hmm. Well, if it's a million dollars and you have to take 6% of it out when you riff that money, that's 60 grand. Wow. So depending on if you have a pension plan at work, and most of those people do, um, old age and CPP, well, guess what? You're going to be in the clawback zone. So your old age, which is about $640 today, will be clawed back. So those people 
should really do some strategic thinking about their money, right? So that's what the, this show is all about for new people that are listening. It's about your life and your money. How can I make, how can I live my life forward and my money life backwards so that when I do get into this older age, I don't have to worry too much. How can I minimize my taxes because I was very diligent about saving money in the last 30 years? Well, I want to keep all that money. I don't want to give all of it to the to the CRA. So how do I do it? Well, you can't pay no tax, but you can minimize. And I always say Canada has a progressive tax system. The more you make, the more they tax you. So do some strategic thinking with your advisor and maybe you'll reduce your taxable, right? So people that are buying RSPs, like I still get into this next month or so, you know, maybe you want to pay some of the tax today. I don't know. You know, talk to your accountant, let your advisor speak with the accountant so you three get involved and talk about that. You know, after the break, we'll talk about some simple steps on how to plan your, not your retirement life, but just your money life in general, you know? Perfect. And, you know, thinking about what you were just saying, uh, working backwards, I think it's uh, something you always say, live your life forwards and your money life backwards. As long Mm -hmm. as, you know, we all take this moment to take a look at how much we're going to need and work our way back from that and see what I need to do to accumulate that and make sure I'm holding on to it and think about the tax planning and everything like that. That's all, that's above my head. That's above my pay grade. Well, you know what? That's why you have someone like Kelvin on your side. And it's important if you don't give him a call, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN, or you can visit the website, askkelvin.ca. That's askkelvin.ca. A whole lot more of your life your money with Kelvin, the money guy, as we continue here on 640 Toronto. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. And welcome to Your Life, Your Money here in 640 Toronto. Thank you for making us part of your Sunday don't forget to visit Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca. That's ask K-E-L-V-I-N.ca. Or give him a ring on the old-fashioned telephone, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. And uh, we've been talking this hour about how much money you should be saving for your retirement and uh, talking about uh, some people who maybe got their money too much money in the wrong places. And that's all stuff that you can discuss with Kelvin when you do chat with him. 416-457-7526. AskKelvin.ca. Click on that schedule a call link. And it's that holistic approach talking about your not just accumulating money and accumulating but also making sure that you're not paying too much tax and that you're getting you've been diligently saving and you've been putting that money aside in your rsps and your tfsas you want to make sure that it's a in the right place but b that that it's not just going to get clawed away what was the point of saving that money through all your working life for it to be taken away and then you don't get to take advantage of it yourself and, and, you know, one thing, am I saving enough for my retirement, which is our topic, but maybe some people are, maybe, maybe, I'm not saying not to save, so I don't want to get the wrong message out mm-hmm. there. I'm trying to save your money for the rainy day, but maybe enjoy your life today as well. The pandemic taught us that, uh, you know, 
maybe I should enjoy myself as well. And the biggest thing is sit down with your advisor and plan this all out. If you don't have one, give me a call. And interestingly enough, while investors use two or three advisors while they're accumulating their money, typically themselves and a bank advisor, as they get to the accumulation or closer to the accumulation, typically in their late 50s, 60s, they always switch to one advisor. Mm-hmm. And that studies have shown this. And the reason being is because when you get closer to that retirement or in your 60s, you need that one person to look at everything you have because one advisor might be getting you into international stuff. The other one might be getting you into international stuff as well. So if the markets go down, you drop like a rock. But if you kind of get one person looking after it, they have a holistic or a real look at what you have and where you are. What's my tax situation going to be? And I think that's what's happening with a lot of us now is we're switching to one advisor. We're getting away from the robo and the quest. I don't need to mention names, but all that kind of stuff. And people are getting back to how it used to be. So so there's a switch going on right now. 2023 and beyond, I think it's going to be great for us. I think it it's actually how you make it. It's how you plan it out. Um, like I say, RSP time is coming up. Be mindful of how you buy your RSPs. Maybe you don't need to anymore. Maybe you need to take some out. I don't I have no idea. So, so how much money do we need for retirement? Well, the average Canadian, BMO says, need about four grand hmm. when we retire, when we're 65, right? Yeah. That's assuming, you know, your mortgage is kind of paid off or paid out and all that kind of stuff. So, so the average Canadian, like I said at the beginning of the show, are going to get about uh, two, two grand from their CVP in their old age if you're married, right? So your shortfall is $2,000. So to give you $2,000 from the time you're 65 to um, to give you $1,000 from the time you're 65 to 95, you need about 220 grand earning you 5% somewhere, right? So you need 2,000, so you need 440. You need 3,000 or you need 600,000 and so on and so forth. So do the math, work it backwards. What do I need? I need five grand. Well, this is how much money I need. Well, I'm going to be short so much. Well, then let's start saving money. And if you're really short, borrow some and invest it. I don't know. It's not for everyone, but you have to look after you. You know that uh, that airplane analogy? Mm-hmm. When, they, when they're telling you about all the stuff going to happen and the mic and the mask fall down, who do you look after? You, you gotta first. put it on yourself first, yeah, and then look That's after it. everyone around you. So yes, we worry about our kids and everything else, mm-hmm. but I think you need to worry about you first, and then worry about everyone else, and then everything falls into place. Listen, the simple steps to getting where we want to get to. We in life, we as people like to complicate our lives. Okay, so four simple steps you need to do to plan for retirement. Actually, not only for retirement, but for now. You know, lay a proper foundation, a solid foundation for yourself. Yes, there'll be ups and downs and bumps along the way, but lay a proper foundation. Determine how much you need. Like I say, most Canadians need about four grand. So determine where you are. Do you need less or do you need more? I have no idea. Only you know. Develop a plan for what you want. But more importantly, how am I going to strategize to get that plan in place and that goal in place? It's easy to say I'm going to have a plan or I'm easily going to have a goal. But how? what am I going to do to attain that goal? Okay. Um, and the biggest thing I find, Chris, is what do you think the biggest problem with, with, with human beings are? What do you think are, I mean, we got lots of problems, but what do you think <laughs> the biggest problem is? 
I think I think one of the biggest things is probably follow through. It's you know you you plan mm. to do something you don't end up doing. Yeah, procrastination. Yeah. That is the biggest downfall of human beings. You know, you know the should have could have guy. Yeah, we all know a should have could have guy. Man, I should have bought Apple stocks or Netflix <laughs> when it was like next to nothing. Bah, but I didn't. I should have bought a house a few mm-hmm. years. Bah, I didn't. So don't be a should have could have guy when it comes to your money life. You know, determine, lay the foundation, determine what you need, develop a plan and take the appropriate action to get there. And if you do so, you'll be fine and and review your plan every quarter with your advisor. Many people don't. You're going to see in the next month all the banks and everybody, oh, buy RSP, buy RSP. And then after that, you won't hear from them again until 2024. Right. But you can't, that's not planning. That's just buying stuff. Right. That's just doing something out of reflex. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can buy RSPs and mutual funds and seg funds and stocks and bonds on the internet. You don't need an advisor. You need an advisor to do things, like I said, develop a plan for yourself. And more importantly, follow the plan and just if you need to and move on. Because, you know, I, I, I think 2022 was a learning year. And if we learn from it, 2023 and beyond will be great years for us and we'll all have better plans going forward better finances better lives and more money sure sure we will and we'll 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 have a good year i think as i think inflation and so on will interest rates will kind of the markets will be topsy-turvy for the next little while but we'll be okay we'll manage through talk to your advisor if you don't have an advisor, make sure you give us a call. We're going to be on every every Sunday, I guess, at 11. Call us, send us a text message, and you know, go on my website and ask me questions. Don't worry awesome. about costs and things like that. So, That is Kelvin, the money guy. Kelvin, thank you so much for making some time for us this Sunday and every Sunday to help us out. Don't forget, you can always tune in to past shows uh, either at uh, 640toronto.com or at Kelvin's website, askkelvin.ca. And you can always uh, visit that website, askkelvin.ca, to book a meeting with Kelvin at a time and date of your choosing or give him a call on the phone. So that's askkelvin.ca, askkelvin.ca, and on the phone, 416-457-7526. That's 416-457-PLAN. Kelvin, thank you for making us part of your Sunday. And to everyone out there, thank you for making Kelvin and I part of your Sunday. Stay tuned to 640 Toronto. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment.